Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hello, besties. Welcome back to Trinity Care. I'm just going to be honest, I am going through it this week. So much is happening and I am not good with change whatsoever. Even if it's good change, I just get so flustered and overwhelmed and that's kind of where I've been and how I've been feeling. And also, I always get super emotional at the end of the year because I start reflecting on everything that happened or didn't happen to me. So with it being November and the year coming to a close, I'm just in my feels. I think one thing I learned this year is in order for things to get better, in order for me to reach my goals, I need to learn to let go and allow change to happen. I obviously have things that I'm manifesting. I have things that I would love to achieve and I dream about having one day. But when it comes down to actually having those things, when those things want to come to fruition, I have trouble letting go of the things I already have. I become so attached to people and things and memories and I have trouble letting go of them even if they weren't good for me, even if there's something better waiting for me. I just attach so much meaning to anything in my life and I get super sentimental Maybe it's because I'm a Pisces moon. Maybe it's because I'm a Cancer rising. Maybe it's because I'm a fucking lunatic with attachment issues. Whatever it is, I become way too attached to anything and everything. And the reason I'm in my feels this week is because I feel like everything in my life is changing. I am entering a new chapter, a new era, if you will. New characters are entering my life. New plots are being introduced new backgrounds are being unlocked, I am leveling up and I should be happy about that and I am. I'm so unbelievably grateful but I'm fucking emotional. I just started my new car lease and I had to say goodbye to my beloved RAV4 Hallie and I am so heartbroken over it. When I got her in 2019, I got her because I had just started my first big girl job and I needed a good car to drive back and forth from work. And now I don't have her. And I also do not work at that job anymore because I quit back in January. And I just keep thinking about how different my life was then and how 
I lived with my dad and I had an entirely different group of friends and I wasn't doing social media and life was just not what life is now. Now life is unreal. I am working my dream job doing this podcast. I'm doing social media full time. I lost all of those friends but get to talk about losing them on this podcast. I am touring new apartments with my boyfriend and hopefully am getting the hell out of this hellhole that we're living in now. And everything seems to be falling into place. And I, not to be so annoying, but I constantly have moments now where I'm like, how the fuck is this my life? How did I get to where I am now? 2020 me would lose their fucking mind if they knew all of the amazing opportunities I've been given. The people who I used to watch on YouTube, I'm now mutuals with. The brands I used to spend all my money on now want to work with me. The fact that I finally feel like I have a purpose after years of telling people that I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life, even though I did, I just knew what I wanted to do wasn't what they wanted me to do. I now get to help people and live out my dreams. 2020 me, any past version of me, would be shitting their brains out right now in disbelief. But even with how great life is now, I still am mourning the loss of a life that I didn't even enjoy. I'm still placing so much meaning on that time in my life when I wasn't happy. I was dreaming of the life I'm living now And the only reason I'm mourning the loss of that time is because I hate the idea that I'll never have that back again. That's what I struggle with, having to let go. Like, I knew getting a new car lease was the best option for me, but I was so attached to that time in my life when I first got my RAV4, and I was holding on so much to that chapter of my life that I literally almost bought my RAV4 instead of going through with the lease. And I have done that so many times in my life not gone through with something that was meant for me or potentially could be really good for me because I was scared of letting go and moving forward and seeing what the next step in my life was. I've delayed so much of my growth because I was terrified of change. So instead of allowing change to happen, I held on to parts of me that I outgrew. And not only was I afraid of change because I was attached to how my life was at that moment, But I was afraid that my life couldn't get any better than it was. I held on to so many relationships and friendships and jobs and whatever the fuck else that was hurting me or wasn't good for me because I thought that was what I deserved. Because why would I have it if I didn't deserve it? Which is a really fucked up way to think, but trauma, mental illness, people treating you like ass and telling you that's what you deserve you start to believe it. So the idea of things changing and people leaving my life and me leaving behind what I knew was really scary and something I avoided at all costs. But obviously things did change and things are really good. And although I still have attachment issues and there are times that I want to savor moments and keep things as they are, I still push forward and allow things to change. And I get a lot of questions and DMs and comments asking how I got to where I am. How was I able to quit my job? How did I adapt my mindset that I have now? How did I start my podcast? 
how am I who I am? Because honestly, it does seem insane. If you knew me a year ago, two years ago, any time before this year, it seems like a miracle or it seems like I got extremely lucky because I was such a different person than I am now. I was, to be honest, a shit show. But I truly believe the way that I got to where I am was allowing change to happen and letting go of control, going after what I want and letting life happen the way it's supposed to happen without trying to interfere because of my fears and because of my attachment issues. The main thing that holds us back from doing what we want, going after our dreams, allowing new things to come into our life, and letting go of things that don't serve us, that aren't of value to us anymore, is fear. It's the fear of the unknown. Whether that's because, like I said, you're afraid that things won't get better than they are, you're afraid that you won't be as happy as you were, or if you're like me, I was afraid of failure. Even now, I'm still terrified to fail. Even when things are going really great, I'm still scared it can go in the opposite direction. And that is me being afraid of the unknown. I can't control how the next chapter of my life goes. I can only do so much and do my part. And my part is putting my time and my energy into what matters to me and seeing how that pays off. I talk a lot about quitting my job back in January and it was the best decision I've made so far. I I don't think for a second I would be where I am now without making that decision. But with that being said, it was also the most difficult and scariest decision I've ever had to make. So many people ask me what made me decide to do it. Did I have a backup plan? Did I have money saved? How could I just leave and be okay with not working a nine to five? And I don't know if I've talked about this, but I had been contemplating leaving that job from the end of 2020. And I kept telling myself that I was going to stay a couple more months and then I would leave. And then that time would come and I still didn't feel right leaving. Every time I planned to leave, I got so in my head about what my life would look like or be like if I left and how would I afford to leave that job. There were just so many unanswered questions that held me back from pulling the trick and just doing it. It wasn't until the end of 2021, a few months before I actually decided to leave, that my mental health got so bad to the point where I was crying to work, at work, Like literally in the bathroom at work, in the hallway at work, in the classroom at work, I was crying everywhere. I was crying on my way home from work, when I got home from work, and it was so apparent to everyone in my life, including my boss and my coworkers, how miserable I was. I got to a point in November actually where I was just not okay. I had not been in that dark of a place since like 2015 thoughts that I used to have that were very dangerous were creeping back in and it was at a point that I knew that I could not sacrifice my mental health for a job that I was replaceable at and there was one day I was driving to work and I think something just clicked in my head that 
if I had been feeling this way about this job and my life for the past two years and I still want to leave this job and pursue something else, then that feeling isn't going to change in a few months or a few years. It's just going to amplify. I've spoken about this before that if there's something you desire where you can't stop thinking about it, you're probably going to still feel that way in a couple of years. So you might as well do it now than wait 10 years to do it because all that does is delay the process. It clicked in my head that there was never going to be a good time to leave my job because there was always going to be unanswered questions. I was always going to feel anxious and uncomfortable about making that decision. Whether I decide to quit now or I quit next year, It's going to be emotional and it's going to be the same outcome. Regardless of when I did it, I was still going to be afraid of not knowing what was next. I had been afraid that if I quit, I wouldn't have stable income and I wouldn't be able to pay my bills and I was afraid I was going to let people down in my life and I was going to embarrass myself because I would fail and end up going back to the job that I hated. But despite all of those fears... Something in me told me that once I quit and went through with this new change and embraced it, that's all I could do, embrace it. When I was working that job and doing social media on the side, I had put that job before social media, even though social media was more important to me and was what I wanted to pursue. I had put that job above it because social media wasn't paying my bills. So me leaving that job made it so social media was my priority. I had nothing to fall back on or put before it. It was either make social media work and make it become my main income or go broke and go back to a job that I hated. And the fear of doing that was scarier to me than the unknown of how I would make it work. I had to overcome the fear of not knowing exactly my plan, but knowing that I would not allow myself to drown. It literally was sink or swim and your girl had to learn to do more than a damn doggy paddle. I was brush stroking through my fear of not knowing. I think for me, despite hating my job and knowing what I wanted to do, I allowed things to stay the same for so long because I was stuck in my comfort zone. I have a whole episode about stepping out of your comfort zone if you want to hear me talk more about that in detail, but I got stuck living the same routine and I was good at it. I was really good at my job. I had this set routine of Monday through Friday, I worked and on weekends, I dedicated my time to social media and I knew that this routine worked and I became accustomed to living this way and being okay with how things were. I was unhappy, but it seemed more realistic and felt less scary to know I had this routine that worked than go ahead and try something new that could be better but could also fail. And I believe that's why so many of us hold on to things that aren't good for us or have outgrown us. Why so many of us stay living in our hometown, holding on to relationships that are so terrible, staying in jobs that make us want to die. We've learned to live with these things and become attached to how predictable they are. My last relationship was awful. I felt resented 
and disliked more than I felt loved. But I knew that in that relationship, he would treat me bad for a week and then the next week would treat me really good. It wasn't healthy at all, but every time he would yell at me or block my number or call me names, I knew the next week he would shower me with attention. Being able to predict his behavior and predict how our week would go felt more comfortable to me than the idea of having to start over with someone new or having to be alone. And having that feeling that I had and so many others have that being where I am now, even though I'm unhappy, is more comfortable or better than changing and not knowing where I'll be circles back to being afraid of change and being afraid of the unknown. You stay in your comfort zone and avoid allowing new experiences into your life. It's so much easier to continue what you're doing and stick to the script of your everyday life and act how everyone around you expects you to act than to go off script and try something new. But even though it's easier, it doesn't mean it's better. It will be so much more fulfilling to you to do things that aren't typical to your everyday routine and that make you step out of your comfort zone. It might be scary to post a TikTok video of you dancing because no one in your life knows you love to dance, but the payoff of you doing it is so rewarding. It's scary, but think of what you'll accomplish by doing it. Once you post one video, you don't have to hide the fact that you love dancing anymore. You might even go viral and it can become something more than just a TikTok video for you. It can become a career. It can connect you with so many other people who love to dance. It can inspire others. But there's no possibility of any of that happening by it staying in your drafts. I wholeheartedly believe that yes, it's scary to try new things, but it's scarier to let things always stay the same and never go after what you want. Because at the end of the day, those are your only two choices, stay the same or change. Try new things and maybe fail or stay in your comfort zone and definitely fail. Because anytime you restrict yourself and what's meant for you, you are failing yourself and your potential. Like I said when I first started the episode, the thing that I had to learn is you have to let go for things to get good. You could be attached to whatever and want to hold on to that as long as you can, just like I wanted to hold on to my RAV4, but a good thing is only good for so long. If it's meant to change, if it's meant to be let go, and you hold on to it, it's just going to damage the value of it. If you hold on to that relationship with someone who doesn't want you, resentment starts to build, your feelings start to shift, and the relationship as a whole could be tainted. If you hold on to a job that doesn't suit you anymore just because you like your coworkers or you're attached to the people you serve at that job, like I was with the students that I taught, it becomes tainted. If I'm unhappy at that job, my attitude is going to negatively affect those that I'm supposed to be helping. My negative emotions towards the job is going to impact my idea of the job as a whole. You can be nostalgic about things, you can miss how things were and reminisce about those times, 
But if you try to hold on to it and preserve it, all it does is ruin it. The best thing that you can do if you're afraid of change is to embrace it because it's going to happen regardless. All avoiding it does is delay it and make it harder to adapt to when it does come. And I know it's difficult to adjust to change and to openly allow it to happen, but something that has helped me in welcoming change and embracing change is whatever is brought to me, whether it's an opportunity, a heartbreak, a new friend, a new living situation, whatever it may be, if I'm given the option to explore it, it's meant for me. It may not work out. I might try it and it flops or it falls apart before I can even enjoy it, but it wouldn't be presented to me if it wasn't mine to explore. We get so caught up on what we already have or had and forget that there's more out there for us. There's no reason to be selfish with what we have and to hoard it when there's more we're being given. Sometimes you do have to trade what you have for something even better. You might want to hold on to that job you have right now because you're making X amount of money and you want to keep making that money. But if you knew if you let go of that job, you'd be presented with an even better job that makes 10 times more than you do at that job. Would you leave that job then? If you knew for sure, if you were promised something better was coming than what you already have, would you be more willing to let go? I have started to expect the best and that has made me feel much less anxious about letting go and it's made it easier to accept new experiences. Whenever I get hung up on something that I'm not ready to say goodbye to, I remind myself that that door wouldn't be closing if another one wasn't opening. Every time I release something, it just makes room for something greater. And the reason I'm able to really believe this is because every time I've been hurt, Every time I've had to let go of something, every time something went wrong, something really great came out of it. Did I want my ex to cheat on me? No. But if he didn't, I wouldn't have the boyfriend or the life that I have now. Did I want to lose all of my friends last year? No. But I made even better ones after I did. Did I have a hard time leaving that job? Absolutely. But I wouldn't have the career or the platform that I always dreamed of having that I do now. I know it's hard to embrace things that make you uncomfortable or trigger your anxiety and fear, but the possible outcomes of overcoming those fears will always be greater and more powerful than the fears themselves. Instead of focusing so much on the fear of the unknown, the fear of something going wrong or turning out bad, focus your attention to what can go right. What can you gain from overcoming this fear? What great things can come from embracing these changes? How can your life improve after this? I know you hear it all the time, but something that really does help me is floating rock syndrome. I really will tell myself and talk myself down when I get anxious about doing something by reminding myself that we're literally floating on a rock in space. Me being stressed about this one little thing doesn't matter. Me being upset that things are changing doesn't matter. So do things that make you feel good. Do things that excite you and make you step out of the box. Do things that will elevate your life and aren't part of your everyday routine. 
Who cares if they don't go the way you planned? Who cares what people think? Who cares if you make the wrong decision? Being attached to things is normal. Wanting to stay doing things that you know because it's easy and it's comfortable is normal. But just because these things are normalized doesn't mean that's what's best for you. What's best for you is evolving and moving along with time because it's going to keep moving with or without you. You could be attached to how things were, you can remember and appreciate how things were, but you can't force things to stay the same. What you are holding on to is already gone. All you have now is the present moment, so you might as well embrace it and make new memories and a new story that you're going to want to hold on to and cherish in the future. With all of that being said, your assignment that I really want you to do is anytime you find yourself this week resisting change or holding yourself back from doing something because of your anxiety or fear of how you'll look or how it'll turn out, I want you to say yes. I want you to do it. If you've been canceling plans on someone because you're afraid of how it'll go or you're afraid you'll fuck it up somehow, just go because it's better to know that it didn't work out because you two didn't vibe or whatever than it not work out because you didn't give it a shot. If you've been avoiding doing something that could be really beneficial for you in your future like applying to a job or showing your art to someone, go fucking do it and rock it because you wouldn't have the opportunity to do that if it wasn't meant for you to try out. Who cares if it doesn't go the way you envision it in your head? It definitely won't go the way you envision it if you don't go and try. That's where I'm going to end today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to keep up with me on my socials, on my Instagram, my TikTok, my YouTube, they're all in the description of this episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to me ramble today. Go do the unexpected bestie. You deserve a life you want to live. I love you so, 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 so much. And I will talk to you next time. Bye, besties.